there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. gamers welcome to the secret levels podcast on this week's episode it's time to get funky and play with your third leg i am funky player number one toby wake up wake up and i am psychedelic man number two goose <laughs> and we do a weekly retro video game review show where we discuss some old games we try to see if we like them or if we hate them and then we rate them we give them a rage meter you want to shove something in your anus like a pineapple backwards because that would that probably get a 10 on the rage meter <sighs> and we also give the games a rating between one and ten as well how much we like them and or despise them that's right we we throw in some fun facts and all that good stuff and we're also part of the somebody's network go check out all of our friends at somebody's net on Instagram and the Twitter machine. Now, are we ready to get funky already? Oh, we're we getting funky as a monkey who's kind of chunky. <laughs> we're both kind of chunky. <laughs> <laughs> chunky monkeys. So we are going to be talking about the funkiest duo on the Sega. The Funk Masters Flex. <laughs> it is Toe Jam and Earl. One's a, one's a little chunky, kind of resembles both of us. <laughs> we, we both can't be Earl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you be Toe Jam with the, uh, that extra long leg you got there. <laughs> it's definitely not a leg. <laughs> we'll talk more about that probably in a minute. <laughs> All right. So how about I give you some details and we can just jump right into this. Let's hear the deets about the third feats. There's going to be a lot of rhyming in this one, I think. Yeah, it might just happen. So this game was released October 1st, 1991. It was developed by Johnson Vorsanger Productions, or JVP, because I think that's what it says on the title screen of the game. But they later changed their studio name to Toe Jam and Earl Productions, Inc. They put all their eggs in one basket, eh? Yeah, I guess so. So this game was published by... Sega. Sega! And it was released on the Sega Genesis. And as of recently, it was a part of a Sega Genesis collection for the PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Which is still a great game to pick up if you haven't yet. Right. I'm pretty sure it's probably on Steam and, you know, several other places too. So I just didn't look. I forgot. Definitely not the Amiga. (laughs) Definitely not the Amiga. What a shame. 
So this is a one or two player split screen co-op game. Well, split, split screen loosely. You can kind of stick to the one screen if you really want to frustrate each other. <laughs> we'll, we'll get more into that, too, when we uh, get into the game play, because that's pretty interesting to me. So this is an action dungeon crawler roguelike in 2d kind of game see i'm a big roguelike guy as i talked about on the show before so i was like i never really played this game too much i wasn't much of a sega person back in the day i had one but i played the game sparingly here and there whatever i came across pretty much i played mostly disney stuff on the sega but uh yeah this is uh definitely remind me of some of the roguelikes i played now i'm like oh, okay this is a little bit challenging i kind of like this right well there's a story would you like me to tell you the story? It's time for story time with Toby. Two funky aliens named Toe Jam and Earl were flying in space from their home planet, Funkutron. Oh yeah. They were cruising in their Rapmaster rocket ship when Earl suggested that he tried driving. Well, you should never let Earl drive. They ended up crash landing on the strangest planet they've ever seen so far. Earth. That's why we relate with Earl. You should never let me drive. <laughs> <laughs> so when they crashed, it scattered all the pieces to their ship around the world. So now they have to find them, reassemble the ship, so they can get back to Funkotron. And that's uh, that's it. It's a pretty basic, easy story. Two stranded aliens looking for their speakers to run their spaceship again. Yeah. I love how it has just two giant, like, massive speakers from the 80s on the side of the <laughs> ship. Because no one has those big things anymore. Like, they would hook it on the side of, um, like, an old record player. The, remember how they used to have big, massive fucking speakers, <laughs> yeah. like, six feet tall? <laughs> yeah. It's all bows now. Like, no one has like, these big, massive things. Yeah. kind of miss those days. They used to be, like, decorations in your living room because they were so big. <laughs> yeah, they used to have whole like units just for a record player. The thing was like six feet long. It'd be all nice and decorative. Yeah, the spaceship. Uh, every, okay, before we get too far into anything, this game is the most '90s that a game can ever be. It reminds me a lot of uh, some of the splashes that we see with the colors in between the levels, of, which we'll get, we'll get to the level shortly. Remind me of Rock of Modern's life. Just all the oh, yeah. Colors flying up and down remind me of his t-shirt and like kind of the things in between the segments. Yeah, that again, 90s. I mean, Saved by the Bell kind of triangles and, and stuff like that or Rugrats. Like it, it has all that kind of cartoon feel to it. But anyway, so this game should take you about four hours to beat if you're playing the fixed world. Yeah, the random world kind of mixes it up, right? They You can get spaceship parts at different segments in the world right so at the fixed world it should take three to four hours is what it what it looked like speedrun.com has much quicker times there is a any percent complete by hoodie two shoes and they have a record that they set just a little over a month ago of 18 minutes and 50 seconds oh by dog that's a good record right and then I was I was kind of nosing around through speedrun, uh, through speedrun's website, and I noticed that there was another way that you can complete this uh, game is no doorway. So you know, there's there's a doorway which we'll talk about in a minute that you can use to kind of move you around the map. Yeah, you get inside of a present. We'll talk about those shortly, like you said. But 
Yeah, that can randomly generate you up to the next level, and you don't know where you're going to land. Right. But you can get some good RNG on that. So there's a no doorway run that was recently set within the last two weeks by by Hoodie Two Shoes, the same guy that had the other record, and he's got this record at 20 minutes and 12 seconds. Holy fuck! Yeah, and Hoodie Two—that's with no doors. No doors. That's really impressive. Hoodie Two Shoes has like two or three other records for Toe Jam and Earl. Like he has a PC speed run. I say he. I don't know if it's a he or she. And then they a co-op speed run. First place on all of them. Yeah, is he co-oping with himself? Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be cool if he was had two remotes and was doing it by himself. But I've seen guys play the games like co-op by themselves and tape the controller together. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. Well. How about we move on to some gameplay? Yeah, let's jump right into it. So when you start, you can pick, like we said a minute ago, the fixed or the random world. A fixed world is exactly the same every time you play it, but I found out that it's actually slightly harder than the random generated worlds. Yeah, because the pieces of your spaceship are spaced apart. Well, when you get to a level, it will let you know, a little screen will pop up and just like a spaceship part is on this level. So you know to really explore it, try to get that spaceship part that you need. If it doesn't say that, you can just kind of run try to find the elevator door and get the fuck out of Dodge. Right. So to exit, the there's, there's 25 uh, levels that you go through. There's an elevator at the end of each level. And like you said, uh, the, it'll pop up on the screen as a hint. There is a part on this on this level. So you have to search for the part or you don't or you search just for the elevator you can also pick your character if you want to play as toe jam or earl you can pick or you can decide if you want it to be a co-op and i heard they're both wieners <laughs> they do start off as wieners we'll, we'll, i'll talk more about that in a minute so let's talk about the split screen real quick because it's really unique i don't think i've ever seen another game do this like this anyway yeah we were playing together the other night and we're just going through the game and we're all on the same screen together, and then me, I try to do a jump with my fancy shoes there, and I failed the jump. I fell down, and just like the screen separated, it's like, oh, okay, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, like we were trying to follow each other, because, you know, we thought, well, we can't, we can't separate. Because, again, I haven't played this game before. So, like, I'm not used to the split-screen aspect of it. When I was playing it by myself, it was fine. I never played with a second player. That's how, that's how it was for me. I've never played this with a second player, and I've never really gotten that far in it. So, but, I mean, once you play a couple of levels, it's you're, you're, you know you're pretty much playing the same thing over and over. But it's, it's different challenges with different enemies and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, as soon as you split away from me, it put us on... You were on the top half, and I was on the bottom half, and we were like, whoa, that's crazy. So, which, this opened up the door for us to explore more of the map, because you want to... Yeah, I like that aspect of it, because, like, okay, I'm going to go look for the elevator door, I'm going to go look for the rocket ship piece, and then divide and conquer. Yeah, because once you uh, travel around the map, it unlocks parts of the map to where you can see, like, where the elevator is and stuff, where the obstacles are. It just opens up the map. So you want to explore as much as you can, because if you fall, if you go up a floor, say you're on level two or three, you you know, you go up the elevator, you go to level three, and you fall off the side or an enemy pushes you off, you'll go back down to two. 
or possibly even you, further. You want to know definitely how to get to the elevator the fastest way that you can. Right. So the main point of the game is you're you're searching these 25 levels. You're looking for 10 pieces of your spaceship. You're looking for a, a surfboard for the bottom. Right. The front leg, the back leg, the capsule container, the right speaker, left speaker, the thrusters exhaust, the front glass, the top fin, and the another top fin, horizontal and vertical. <laughs> it's a it's a uh, They're all named like funky little things too. Yeah. It's a groovy little spaceship. Let's put it that way. Throughout the level there's all these little presents that are scattered around. Some of these are helpful, some of them are not so helpful. <laughs> Uh, so, so some of the items that and you, there's tons of them. Yeah. So there's some of the items that you can get are the high top shoes that make you run fast, the spring shoes that make you jump far, the slingshot and tomatoes you can shoot enemies with them. There's Icarus. Well, there's also tomato rain too. They can bring down the pain. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that one. I guess you didn't have tomato rain. Uh. Uh-uh. It was just a whole bunch of tomatoes just rain down like wherever you're going, like hit enemies and oh, that's just funny. randomly spawn tomatoes. As we talk, you're going to hear how weird this game is, so just bear with us. You can get Icarus Wings that'll help you fly if you tap A. You can get Rocket Skates that blast you all around the stage. And, and the Rocket Skates also can go over water. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to worry about like jumping into water. And speaking of water, you can also get like an inflatable rubber ducky, yep. which we were laughing so fucking hard when we got that power up. Because <laughs> it just puts like, like, a yellow ducky jump into around. the water, is like... Because you can drown in the water if you don't have something to get you over it safely. Right. We found that out the hard way as well. <laughs> um, there's the rose bushes, and you drop them, and uh, if an enemy is following you, you can drop them, and it'll stop the enemy. They can also hurt you. Yeah, they'll hurt you, so don't walk back into them. You can get a uh, boombox. The good old boombox. Yep. And then there's, there's other kind of decoy things, so if you have the boombox or the decoys... It'll just make the enemies stop chasing you and, and pay attention to those decoys. The boombox will make them dance. Yeah. Boombox <laughs> makes everything dance. It's pretty funny. And then um, you can get things that'll hurt you, like a rain cloud, <laughs> which I don't understand. Yeah, it's not like the little Winnie the Pooh rain cloud. You don't want that rain cloud. It just hurts you. Yeah, so on all, all the presents, they have question marks over them. So as you're picking them up, you don't know what they are. So you're just opening them, hoping... Oh, I hope I hope this is the high top shoes or or whatever. But over time, it starts like I guess it knows what everything is. Well, in the fixed game, everything is uh the same, the same box. Like if you play this game numerous times, you'll know the box that you're getting is that certain object. But once you open one, if you pick that out again, it'll let you know that you have that same thing. Right. If you don't open it, it's gonna stay question mark until you open one of them. Right. That's that's right. Um, there's there's also the doorway which we were talking about earlier. If you go through it, it'll it'll just teleport you anywhere on the map, pretty much. Just away from it's it's helpful when you're getting bombarded by enemies and you need to just get the hell out. You know. Oh, definitely. You also get some food as well, and food will give you a little bit of a plus one on your health. Yeah, there's bacon and eggs. There's cakes. There's all kinds of stuff. But then there's also bad food like. Moldy cheese, moldy bread. Yeah, you don't want the moldy shit. Yeah, that, that'll make you lose health. So you can also find money. Money. And when you find this money, you can find... <laughs> I got a buck, yo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of funny little dialogue that pops up over them. But you can go up to the mailbox and you can click 
yep or nope. If you click yep, you can actually buy an item from the mailbox. But watch out. <laughs> Sometimes the mailboxes are evil and they will try to kill you. <laughs> this game is ridiculous. Just like some of the villains we got in this thing. Some of them are quite vicious. Yeah. But there's a couple of sprites that can help you out as well. Yeah, so some of the ones that can help you out, there's a wizard. You can pay him to heal you. There's a wise man. One buck. Yeah, one buck to, to heal you. A wise man, if you pay him two bucks, he'll tell you what uh, two of the presents are. That, you know, that's... See, when I initially played, I did not know about that. I just it looked like a guy in a care suit. <laughs> and I, he really creeped me out when I was playing with Toby. I'm like, what the fuck is that guy? I'm going to stay far away from him. But I didn't know I'd go up to him and give him $2. And... <laughs> well, you don't know. You just don't know what's going to hurt you in this game. There's uh, an opera singer that you can pay $3, and they'll kill all the enemies on the screen. And there's also Santa. <laughs> yes. If you sneak up on Santa, did you know this? If you sneak up on him, because there's a sneak button where you can sneak past enemies that are sleeping and stuff. Yeah, if you don't have an active item, you can sneak around. You can sneak up on Santa if he's, like, rummaging through his little bag. And if you sneak up on him, he drops a bunch of extra presents for you. <laughs> but he's got a jetpack. They could be good or they could be bad. Yeah, yeah, no crap. He'll he'll jetpack away though if he if he catches you trying to sneak up on him. So, yeah, Santa and a jetpack. But I guess that's who's dropping all the presents around Earth. Yeah, Santa. We should have waited till Christmas to play this. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is a Christmas tie-in. So your health is at the bottom of the screen. You also have a few lives that are in the shape of hearts. And it also, at the bottom, tells you what floor you're on. So you Yes, know. that comes in helpful when you're playing two players, just in case one guy screws up like me <laughs> and falls down. So the other guy can carry on. I can't help I'm perfect, and I never fell. Yeah, but who died first, Toby? I know. Who stole I my lives? I died. I lost all my lives and had to actually steal some from, from you. A couple times. <laughs> A couple times. Just saying. Are you the new Jenny Bean? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, so we were talking about you can fall or get pushed off by enemies, and you'll fall to the other floors. There is an unfall item, which is pretty handy. If you do the unfall, it'll zip you back up and like reverse you. <laughs> it's really, it's kind of funny, actually. Oh, kind of like a Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. When Lakitu comes and grabs you, brings you back up. Yep. That's exactly what it is. You just, it's it's great. So the more that you explore, not only does it unlock the map, but the more you explore and the more presents you open and pick up, it'll change your level of coolness and it'll like make your health bar go bigger. So like you were saying a minute ago, you start out as a wiener. Like it says wiener, yep. it'll say like toe jam as a wiener. There's nine different tiers of coolness. There, and your kids really enjoyed that. Yeah, they were they were they thought that was the funniest thing. So you start out as Wiener, then you move up to Doofus, then you move up to Poindexter, Peanut, Dude, Bro, Honey, Rapmaster, and Funk Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Funk Lord, baby. Yeah, so you want to try to uh, level up that way you have more health. And every time you level up, you get like a little mini fireworks celebration. I didn't know what that was at first. I was like, what the hell is happening? Why are, what's talking <laughs> around me? And you also get like a thing get one ups during that too. And when you hit certain little parts, I think like Poindexter, you get a one up. Right. So, what did you think of the controls? 
Once I learned the controls on this game, it wasn't that bad. But when you're first starting playing, because I was playing on the PS4, the Sega Genesis Classics, going through and I hit a button, like, okay, why is not doing anything? Because you're in the menu right now. And you just dropped everything that you need. All your special sneakers are on the ground right now. You easily <laughs> grab them back up. Like, I did not know that the sneakers, until I started playing with Toby, I was playing just, like, pretty much normal. I didn't know you can jump across, like, platforms with them or run across certain things. or I didn't know what half the items fucking did. Because I'm going to this game dry. No loop. <laughs> but uh, once I learned how to do everything after the playthrough I did with Toby, it was uh, not so bad. The controls actually worked pretty well for me. Yeah, they're really confusing because, like, you hit... Now, we're talking about a Sega Genesis control. I'm I'm, I'm putting everything... I know we played on the uh, PlayStation 4, but Sega Genesis, C would be what would bring up the map. But then if you press B, it'll show you the ship and, like, what parts you have. And it'll let you know that hint if there's a ship part on that level. But then you press B, and it pulls up your items. If you press A, it selects it to drop... And then if you press, wait, if you press C, it'll select it to drop. And then if you press A, it'll actually drop the item. But if you have it to where it'll, it's set for use, then you press A and you use the item. See, it's it's very confusing unless you, you do it a couple of times and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, once you get it, you get it. But the first couple of times, it's like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah, but once you use an item and you're out of the menu, you just press A to use it, like the the jump, or if you have the high top sneakers, you hold it and you can run and you can you can kind of jump really far uh, over gaps and stuff. See, I did not know. I thought it was just a great abyss underneath. Like, don't fall off the edge of the level. <laughs> yeah, the the Icarus wings are my favorite. The, I love those. You can just fly right straight across the map. Yeah, those are great. You can fly across great distances and get to a part of the map you've never been before. Yeah. So there are a few different areas. You talked about the water a minute ago and, and you how you can drown in it. There's the grass, which is most of the map is grass for the most part. And the motherfucking quicksand. Quicksand, not the quicksand. Yeah, there's a lot of sand, quicksand. But there's uh, there's also roads. So the roads you can actually run fast on, or you can move faster on, I should say. The grass, you just kind of move at a normal speed. The sand will slow your ass all the way down, and enemies will get you a lot. It's cool how your sprite like, kind of gets sucked into the ground as you go on. Yeah. So you don't want to be in the sand for too long if you can avoid it. Especially if there's some hula girls around. <laughs> Those stupid hula girls. Um, well, also you want to walk around the edge of the map because sometimes, uh, new trails will just magically appear. Yeah. I was like, when I first playing, I'm like, what the hell? Cause I, I had fireworks go off the first time I encountered one of those extra trails coming up. So I thought the fireworks were linked to that. Oh yeah. That, that's not the case. Yeah. So it's, you just find these extra trails to where it'll lead you to different parts of the map. And and they're just random. I mean, you just walk into a certain area and it'll just show up. <laughs> yeah, more land. <laughs> so, but in, funk Jesus made you more land. <laughs> and that's that's also you know that helps you level up because you're exploring and you're finding stuff. So it's. Good. And what fucking continent are these guys in? 
<laughs> I've never seen like a piece of the earth quite shaped like anything in this game. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I don't know if this is like the future, and we've destroyed the earth, and this is what's left of it. But uh, I mean, I don't have to take an a dystopian elevator. future. <laughs> I don't have to take an elevator to the next level of Earth. Is this Bill and Ted three? <laughs> I think so. You know what? It could be. It really could be, huh? In that case, shows to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Sorry, had to. <laughs> So this game has a lot of unique enemies. Um, we talked about a few. The Hula Hoop Girls, they're not really your enemies, but they will stop you and make you dance to where... Oh, they can stop you and then a mole can come up and take all your fucking presents from you. Yes. It's the one-two-boom combination. There's A lot of the enemies will do different things to you. So like you said, the moles will take your presents. The Cupids, if they hit you with the little heart, <laughs> then your controls are just backwards. And you get squashed by a hamster and a giant ball. Yeah. There's a tornado that'll move you all oh, over the map. Oh, no, dude. Remember when we were playing? The tornado hit me, and it was taking me all over, like, the, the dead zone, pretty much, where I got dropped down to the level before us, and then all of a sudden, like, dropped me off right on the edge of the level that we were on. It's like, holy fuck, because you're on the edge of your seat as the tornado is whipping you all around. Yeah. Earl Nato. It'll it'll oh, sorry, I was toe jam. Oh yeah, yeah. But it'll it'll drop you off the map or it'll put it'll just put you in a terrible position. So yeah, you got real lucky on that one. There's also an enemy we call the Patsy, which is a shark. <laughs> yeah, there's a shark in the water. Uh, I don't think I ever let the shark get to me because I was too chicken shit. Yeah, you get a nerd herd. Yep. There's a whole bunch of nerds like running around because there's humans and stuff like that in this game. Like you get a dentist, you get a mother with her baby. The guy pushing the uh, the souped-up lawnmower. Oh, and that was a bitch. That fucked us both up a couple times. The shadow people. I don't know what they're called, but they're they're like a shadow on the ground. They're boogeyman. I think that's what they're called. And if they're real fast, and you can't outrun them, but as soon as they touch you, they go, boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> booga, booga. <laughs> booga, that's right. Boogie, 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 boogie. Uh, but those were my favorites. The- oh, that made me laugh the first time I heard that. I'm like, I want to hear that again. Then we, our favorite. I think this was our favorite. The Nazi-looking pigeons that were throwing tomatoes. Ducks, or ducks with bazookas. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> they, I hate birds. They look like little Nazis. They had the little Nazi helmet-looking thing on. <laughs> yeah, and there's like, I guess they could be goose because they're goose stepping. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's real funny. I hope that's what the intent was on that. And they started shooting tomatoes at you, but it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then there's angry bees, there's ice cream, there's devils. Yeah, I mean, there's so many unique enemies in this game. It's, it's, I don't even think I've listed them all. The phantom mailbox, too. Oh, that stupid. That's what I think you mentioned that earlier. But if if you, if you think you're going to buy an item, you might want to stand a little bit back and make sure it doesn't have eyes because if it's got eyes, it's going to come after you and it'll scare the piss out of you because I thought all the mailboxes were safe. Sign, seal, deliver. He'll kill you. <laughs> so there's a jam mode. Did you ever try out that jam mode? No, I definitely didn't. It, I mean, it's okay. It's you. You can only there's like a beat playing, and you can like uh, use the D pad and and some of the buttons to make like uh, hi hats and snares and stuff like that. And uh, you you can basically it's like a drum machine. It's that's still cool though. It's something different. It's something different. So I don't know. 
But back in the nineties, I bet people made like mixtapes to that. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. And if you did, send it to Secret Levels podcast. Oh yeah, I would love to hear someone make some kind of mixtape with Toe Jam and Earl jam session thing or jam mode or whatever it was. But since we're talking about the music, let's talk about the music. Stellar. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's. I loved it. Let me put it. Let me throw this out there. I loved it, but it wasn't like the most fantastic music ever because I feel like this game is really relaxed. It's really laid back, and I feel like the music was just perfect for it. You know, it had. A- oh, it definitely was. The had like I had the headphones on for it, so you hear the bass like perfectly. The music was very, very well designed for this game. Yeah, it's it's got a good flow for this game. This music couldn't work on like a Sonic the Hedgehog or a Mario game. Like it it's just the pace and everything of this game. It's a little bit The way your guy walks kind of goes to the tempo of the music, which is fucking weird, but I love it so much. Well, and it's a little bit slower pace than a lot of games. Like you don't really move real quick unless you've got the shoes or something, you know? Or unless you're playing on the Sega Genesis Classic uh, collection holding down the fast forward button. <laughs> yeah, you introduced me cuz I wasn't I was just playing it beforehand and then uh you're like, "Yeah, man, you can hold down that that fast forward button and move really quick." And I was like, "Oh." And then I was like, <laughs> "Wow. You can you can beat this game in in no time." <laughs> New world record. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the music works really good. It's there's only a handful of different tracks, but it's fun. It definitely feels very '90s for sure. Oh, totally. Maybe even some '70s or '80s in there because <laughs> the whole the whole funk, man, just feel it. Yeah. Like sometimes I hear like a new like riff come in. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> dig this shit. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. This game is well known for the music and the characters are well loved. Yeah, yeah, they were they were they were competing for Sega's mascot position with Sonic at one point. Like this Oh, that's a tough battle. Yeah, they were really like trying to push them to become like secondary mascots it seems like. Yeah, then Toe Jam and Earl 2 came out. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. We'll touch on that on a later date. Yeah. Hey, Toby, I'll be right back, man. Go grab a brewski from the fridge. Uh, okay, okay. No no big deal. I'm just going to leave this little present behind I got you, just because you're my good friend. Oh, like present like Toe Jaminer? Like, I get it. I get it. Thank you, buddy. You'll know what's going to give you. Be careful. Yeah, I know. That's that's the scary part of a present. Could be syphilis. Could be a new car. Well, let's, let's hope for syphilis. Okay. All right, I'm going to open this up. Ah! Hey, Toby. How's it going, my good friend? Goob's genie? I thought you were usually in a lamp. No, this time I'm in a box. Uh, Is my genie in a box? I don't know if that's how that song goes, Goob's genie. That's how it goes now, Toby. I changed the existence. I'm Mandela. That's funky. That's funky fresh, actually. I'm Funkadelic. Speaking of Funkadelic, if you want to beat this game very quickly, pause the game and press the following button combinations. First step, push up A plus B plus C. Push that all together. Second step, push right plus A. Third step, push down plus B. 
four steps. Push left plus C. And you will hear the sound of Andrew correctly, and this will give you all but one pieces for your spaceship. Nice! And then I don't have to do all that work of searching 25 levels. I dig it. And the very next level, you get the very last one. Sweet. That's awesome. So if you hate Earth like I do, do this quickly and you can get the fuck out of here. Hey, well, well, thank you, Goops Genie. That's very helpful. I wish I'd have known that before playing the entire game. I'm out. Fuck y'all, Earthlings. Jeez, what the hell? Okay. Hey, man, I'm back, man. How's it going? Dude, that present you... <coughs> yeah. That, <coughs> the fucking sulfur. The present you gave me had freaking Goobs Genie in it. No, 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 man. Had a brand new copy of Mega Man X in it. Oh, that is in here. Who was I just talking uh, to? Uh, that's uh, just Ashes now. What the fuck happened to that game? It was meant in box. I, yeah. I, hey, you want to hear some fun facts? I'd love to hear some fun facts with Toby. Pring! Okay, so let's start off the fun facts with how much does this damn game go for? So, Goobs, I want you... Did, did you look this up? Did you look this up? No, you better, I never do. Never, you better not. So a loose copy for the Sega Genesis. How much would you say Toe Jam and Earl is worth? $25. You're pretty damn close. About 25 to 30 I, I put thirty. I think it was a little closer to thirty, but you find it for twenty five, you're you got a hell of a deal there. Now, what do you think it is? Hey, that's not bad. No, it's it's not terrible. Closed in box. This is the Sega clam case we're talking about. The I love those clam cases. Yeah, they're great. You didn't throw them as out as often as you would a Nintendo or sixty four or Super Nintendo one. Yeah, the the hard because a lot of people just threw out the cardboard. And it's like fuck it, I just want the game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't ever dig the uh, the cardboard Sega uh, boxes. Like those did get chunked pretty quick. But uh, okay, so what do you think this one is? Closed in box with the manual and looking funky fresh. I'm gonna go a little more than double. I'll go seventy. 50. You could pick this up for 50. Okay. I should have went double then. I'm I'm I'll be straight up with you. <laughs> I started try I wanted to order this off eBay cuz I don't have it. And uh, I want if, if I'm buying for Sega, I'm trying to get the the clam cases with it. And uh, I had a bidding war and Someone just had a little more money than me because they got up to about $60. And I was just like, yep, I can't do it. I, I wanted to stop about $20 ago. But I just. That's too rich for my Texas blood. <laughs> well, it was it was just <laughs> the fact that this fucker was just bidding me every five minutes. And I was like, you motherfucker, I'm going to win this. And then finally, I was just like, ah. I, I went. It's probably the guy who owns it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, I, I gave up on it. Um, but there's an alternative. You can get this on the Sega Genesis collection for about 30 bucks for one of the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 4, the Switch, the Xbox One. I think it's on Steam, so you can get it for a lot cheaper and get a bunch of other games. Yeah, some people are completionists, though, so they want the whole thing. Right. I just hope that there's one person out there that listens to our show that's like, actually buying all these games and they're just like no i'm just a secret levels completionist i have to have the games that they talk about <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> i feel sorry for you uh listening to the wild guns 
No, that was a great episode. That game is fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying... That and Earthbound. They're both up there, probably most expensive games on the list. Yeah, so far. So, one of the main influences for this game was another game called Rogue, which came out in 1980 for PC, from what I understand. Some kind of computer of some sort. Which, this is where we get the term roguelite. So... Is that the daddy of all rogues? Well, here's the thing. I, I did a little bit of extra research on this. There was a couple of other games before Rogue, but uh, Rogue is where they were just like, okay, this they basically that game is what coined the term roguelite. So even though there was other games before it that did the same thing. So they're Isaac's daddy? Basically, basically. Gungeon's daddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and if you don't know what roguelite means, if, if, if you're scratching your head, roguelite is uh, basically it generates random rooms or random maps. Randomly generated levels and plus like your power-ups that you get throughout it. Right. It's never the same to, twice. To put it into a short, for, uh, short phrase term. Right. So Sega liked this game because they wanted different types of games and other mascots, like I was telling you earlier, because they were competing with Nintendo, so they were they were trying to branch out and have like the weird games. Fuck Mario! <laughs> Fuck the Mario Brothers. Um, so the developers actually consider this a two-player game with a one-player option, which I think that's great. I love that. And then Sega wasn't sure that their hardware could actually do that whole split-screen thing. And obviously the developers made it work, but Sega was worried like, uh, I don't know, our hardware, I don't know if it's going to work. So I thought that was cool that, you know. But I thought Sega could do or Nintendo don't. Oh, well, they didn't know if it, if it could. I wonder if that was before their uh, slogan came out. They were, and the once, blast processor couldn't handle it. <laughs> well, once once they saw Toe Jam and Earl do that, they were like, yeah, Nintendo, can, uh, Sega can do, wait, how's it go? I'm just confusing myself. <laughs> Jeez, I don't even get a, you were close, because I just butchered it. <laughs> but anyways. You are dead. <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you had a stroke. <laughs> anyways, but yeah. Uh, I'm going to ditch that joke altogether and move on. <laughs> so the uh, this game actually had pretty low sales originally, but ended up becoming more popular just because of the word of mouth. And ended up selling 350,000 copies. That's pretty impressive for back in the day. Yeah, that's especially for a game that... It's like a million five now. <laughs> right? Inflation. Well, and for a game that had like a, a, a kind of a crappy, re you know, kickoff release, and then it just slowly got word of mouth, like, hey, this game's cool. So that that is pretty impressive that in the long term that it did sell that much. Entertainment Weekly picked this game... As the ninth greatest game available in 1991. Oh, really? I, I should have looked up what other games it was competing with, but uh, still, that's pretty impressive. 1991, ninth greatest game, you know, and and that's that's during you've got the heyday of uh, the 16-bit era. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah, everything's starting to come out. Um, I I, I want to say is that when the Super Nintendo was released in North America? Yeah, so 1991 was the Super Nintendo. So, I mean, this is right at the beginning of the, the real console wars between Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Yeah. So that's that's pretty impressive, you know, to, to be in the top nine. Yeah, it's not bad at all. 
so Toe Jam and Earl also had a special appearance in the Minister six game cartridge for the Sega. And it was uh, that was their shooter. Uh, yes, it was a mini game, like kind of like the Super Scope, right? Right, and it was called Ready Aim Tomatoes, and you had to use the light gun to play it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yep, I like to shoot tomatoes at people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I think you're shooting them at the cupids. <laughs> the little cupid. Uh, oh, those little fuckers that fucking controls up. Yeah, I, I never played it, so I don't know. I don't know what exactly you're shooting, but I, I did see those in the video that I watched. Yeah, I never really played the Menacer. I played the Super Scope more than the other one. So Toe Jam and Earl were also stickers that could be used in the the Mario Paint ripoff called Sega Genesis Art Alive. <laughs> Did you ever play the Art Alive games? No, I never played that. I was more, oh, was, like I said before, more of a Super Nintendo guy. It was bad. I played it, Mario Paint. I, I actually bought it a couple years ago thinking, oh, this will be cool. And it's god awful and uh but yeah toe jam and earl are stickers in it along with sonic so those are the only three main characters that i could think of i think tails might be in it it's it's bad it's real bad it's so rad so there were two sequels there was toe jam and earl in panic on funkatron on sega genesis which they changed their overhead view to a side-scrolling platformer which was a big mistake. Yeah. I played about 15 minutes of you it. You should have stuck to the gameplay that made you have your fan base that you have. Well, even to this day. There was something about, like, they changed it up to where you could go inside buildings and stuff or, or houses. And Sega was like, no, this is just like the same game. And they were like, do something different. So that's why they were like, okay, well, we'll everything else is a platformer, so let's try it out. And I, I played about 15 minutes, and I wasn't impressed, but that's because I only played 15 minutes. It might have been freaking awesome, but I just wasn't feeling it. And then there's also the Xbox Toe Jam & Earl 3 Mission to Earth. And Yeah, I never played that one. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know that one existed, to be honest. Uh, there was plans for a Dreamcast version, but, you know... Dreamcast died, and that's probably why it ended up going to Xbox. And one source says that the names of the characters were actually Flow Jam and Whirl, but there was a <laughs> misunderstanding that led them to Ch- Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> so that makes better sense than Flow Jam and Whirl. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have three toe or three feet, you're gonna jam your toes. An Earl just looks like an Earl. Like someone you meet like down south somewhere. Like <laughs> Yeah, I didn't yep, I, that's Earl. I don't know why he would have been Whirl, but yeah, so that's why I said one source says this, because I didn't see it anywhere else really. On March first, twenty nineteen, a brand new Toe Jam and Earl game will be available for the PS4, Switch, and I think they did get approval for the Xbox One. That's badass. The, Can't wait to see that game. Yeah, this title is called Toe Jam and Earl Back in the Groove and brings it back to the classic overhead style. I think there might be a little platforming. I'm not 100% sure, but it started out as a Kickstarter campaign and they ended up raising $500,000. There was a Kickstarter back in 2015 about like making a reboot of this game. I guess it never came true. Uh, and now we finally get it. Oh, there was uh, there was some delays and stuff, so... 
But oh, so it's the same one, I, maybe? I believe so. I believe so. It just took a little longer, and uh, yeah. So I was watching a speed run from 2015 from uh, Awesome Games Done Quick, and they mentioned that this is going to be... They're like, yeah, I sponsor this and all this stuff, and it's good to see the same one. Like, sure, this game will take a lot of time to create. There's just a few people making it, but happy to see it come to fruition. Yep, yep. So uh, I'm going to be getting it, so... Uh... Yeah. So I will be getting it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. That's all I got for fun facts. Uh, you want to rage on this game? Oh, let's rage! Oh, come on! Ah! Welcome to our pattern rage meter, where we rage the games from zero to ten. Zero meaning this game was nothing. It was a walk in the park. Ten means. You know what? I'm going to have a thousand gerbils bite me all over my nipples and rip them right off. And that's not pleasant at all. <laughs> that's right. This That's what you get when you let me introduce the Rage Meter, Toby. <laughs> hey, I liked it. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I will go first. Because I think I make you go first a lot by accident. So I Because you normally introduce and then I go first. Oh. Let's change the tables a bit. Okay. Let's switch roles. Uh... So who's the woman, me or you? That's up to you to decide. We'll, we'll talk about that later. So I'm going to go ahead and give you my rating on this. I'm going to give this a 2 out of 10. Because some of the enemies will piss you off. The bees will piss you off. The shadow people, even though they go boogie oogie or whatever. <laughs> oogie boogie. Boogie boogie, boogie boogie. It's really funny, but it'll piss you off because they are so fast. They can, uh, I don't know. A lot of the enemies, they just, they suck. <laughs> that's all it is, is some of the enemies piss me off, but that's what makes it challenging and fun. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, am I bitching about the enemies or am I just, am I looking for something? Because this is a really, really casual playthrough. And I guess the buttons, just mixing up the buttons, that would make me rage a little bit because, you know, you'd accidentally drop something or... It sounds like it'd be higher than a two from your explanation. Well, no, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, the enemies would irritate me, but that's part of the challenge of the game, so I don't really consider th that giving me points for my meter. I think it's just the buttons. I think the buttons were, were laid out terribly. But there was only three buttons on the Sega controller, so I get it, too. But... I'm going to give it a two just because of the buttons. That's it. I think this is a laid-back, casual game. So, yeah. Quick, simple, two. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Ooh. It's my first playthrough of this game. I played it a couple times, and I played through with Toby. Well, the way, but we, we played through most of it. But then, uh, yeah, the lawnmower man, that, that was definitely a point. I hated him. <laughs> And then I was the guy who dropped the team down and fell down a couple levels and had to make my way back up there. It wasn't that big of an issue, but that did happen. And it's not that bad. The music just really keeps you want to keep going. It's like, cause you're walking to the beat, you're feeling the rhythm, you're feeling the ride. Come on, boys, it's Toe Jam and Earl time. <laughs> uh, it, it's not that hard of a game to get through and a pretty enjoyable playthrough. So, four. A two and a four. 4.5, I said. <laughs> you went up. 
Oh, I think I gave it a 4.5 in the first place. Uh, I think you're a liar. Well, whatever. 4, 4.5. Come see, come see. <laughs> French. Well, how about we, we step out of the rage meter and uh, we move over to like our overall rating of the game. A 1 to 10 scale of how did we like this game? Or how did we hate this game? Zero or one? And how we never talk about the ending of this game. The what? <laughs> how we never talk about the ending of this game. Oh yeah, the ending's kind of, it just kind of falls flat, huh? Yeah, you just end up back on your home planet. You walk down a golden road. You say hi to a bunch of people. Yeah. Oh, dude, we forgot about our favorite part we were playing together. Which part? The fucking high five. <laughs> well, that I actually have a note for for in my rating because of that high five. <laughs> that that gave it a big bump in mind just because the high five is a, a fun little aspect. Uh, like we would go out of our way to just to give each other a high five. <laughs> like we're about to die. Like pff, high five. High five before we die. <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl just walk up when the sprites interact and just give each other a high five. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's great. I've never seen that before in a video game and that like, that's at least a five for me <laughs> okay so yeah keep going what, what are you giving this uh on the on the scale i'm gonna give this game a 7.5 Seven. music was there controls were there the high fives were there <laughs> love the high fives <laughs> uh the sprites were all a whole bunch of fun a lot of the humans remind me of the characters that you would see in uh zombies at my neighbors right yeah you know what i got that vibe too and that like has a lot of nostalgia for me. Even though I haven't played this game, I really enjoyed those sprites. So yeah, I'm gonna stick with a solid seven point five on this one. Nice. It's pretty solid game. I really thought you were gonna go lower, to be honest. So no, no, I really enjoyed this game. It gets challenging at times, but it's not that bad. It's a fun playthrough. Right. This was actually my first playthrough all the way to the end, and the the ending was a little lackluster, like we were talking about. But other than that, I give this game. You see your family like, yo, bro. <laughs> they are they are kind of like, hey, you're a hero, and, and saying all kinds of stuff as you're walking up the road. It's kind of it's kind of funny, I guess. But I'm gonna give this game an eight. I really liked it. I feel I felt that it was a really relaxed playthrough. Um, I think it did. I think it played and it was just a, it was just a unique game. You know, with all the, the different power-ups and stuff, if if one player fell to the bottom, it didn't affect the other player. I thought that was cool. They could still search the floor. You know, you could split up and search the floor uh, until the other player gets back up. The high fives. We got we to gotta touch on the high fives again. Those are It's so funny. Just We didn't even mean to do it the first time we did it. We were just like, oh, what? How did we do that? And then we just bumped into each other and kept doing it. It's great. Yeah, that was absolutely amazing. It just it feels like this game has just... A lot of heart, you know. It's it's just a goofy, weird game. It from the power ups to the enemies you fight to the special fucking weirdo carrot guy. <laughs> well, and if you leave the characters alone long enough, like one will fall asleep, uh, Earl will lose his pants, and like you have to wake them up if they fall asleep, and you have to press the button and they'll go wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, and they start yelling. And they'll talk to each other in the elevator, like, "Hey, man, I need some space right now." Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm trying to move. There's a lot of character when there's not even that much story, and I, I really can't wait for the new one, just because it is a trip back to the classic style of, of this game. 
So, especially with this day and age where they have much more room and much more that they can put on this game, I'm really excited to see what's going to be on it. So, this was a great playthrough. I almost think my, my kids were sitting there watching me, and, and I think they were having a good time just watching me. So I, I wish I was... Yeah, I heard their honest reactions. They were kind of freaking out during this game. Yeah, they they uh, they were liking it a lot. So I, I, it's an eight. It's just a, a, a eight. So between our scores, you gave it a seven and a half. Yep. I gave it an eight. 7.75. That's a pretty decent score. Fucking decent. Fucking decent, man. Really think it was a pretty good game. Finish him. So this is the part of the show where we talk about our funky selves and our other funky projects. We're funky as fuck. We're funky as fuck. Um, We put the fucking funky. (laughs) Will you uh, give me a rundown of the other things that you do on the internets? Yes, I'll try to do as quickly as I can, and funky as I can. I got a wonderful show called The Derailers, and the wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and my best friend, Ripkin, who has nine toes, so come on, listen, who doesn't like a podcast with 29 toes? Can, can we call him That's the right math, right? Yeah. Oh, he he did jam his toe pretty hard. I love you, Ripkin. <laughs> I love you, Ripkin. It's a, it's a show that... Jumps on the tracks every single week and runs it right off the rails. We pick a random topic. We talk about we talk about Nerf guns. We talk about claw machines. Who knows what the fuck we're going to talk about? We definitely don't. Five minutes up to the show. We do two minutes of research and we just run wherever we want to run to. And Ripkin runs a little bit slower than everyone else. (laughs) Love you, Ripkin. And then there's also derailed wrestling. And that's me and Ripken. We take down a whole bunch of people from 2K19. We made our own roster. Put everyone in the ring. Make our own storylines. We do the own commentary that is decent at best. And you know what? You watch all the action unfold onto your laptops or phones or computers or wherever you watch us. Maybe on the televisions. And that's that derailed wrestling on YouTube. Go check that show out. Please do us a favor and do that. What about you, my friend, Toby? I heard you're into a whole bunch of weird shit. Uh, well, besides... Like Satan and butt plugs. <laughs> well, besides the weird stuff I'm into, I also do a podcast. <laughs> I do uh, the Secret Transmission podcast where we talk about conspiracies, the paranormal, uh, all kinds of silly, willy, scary, spooky stuff. But we take... We have a... Cryptids. <laughs> we have a satire on the topics. So taking too serious. The Illuminati. <laughs> Aesthetics. <laughs> Berenstein Bears. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, you can find Secret Transmission on all the major podcasting platforms and Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. You can follow me, if you like me, on Twitter at Toby Von Doom. And uh follow follow me too. Well what's yours? I'm, I'm Goobs WN. Follow Goobs at Goobs WN. You can watch us man hug <laughs> virtual reality. <laughs> or you can man hug us in virtual reality. Yeah. What about- we'll both be your bears. We just need some cubs. <laughs> uh what about our show, Goobs? <laughs> I'm getting such an odd look from my wife right now. <laughs> Let's. What about our show? You can you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 
Secret Levels Pod. And uh, definitely go do that. And you can join our Facebook group, and where you can rate some games with us, and you can also pick our game of the month, and that should be coming up shortly. Can Goobs get two picks in a row? We're gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, we we will find that out, maybe. So yeah, uh, go join our our Facebook group. It's Secret Levels Group, and you can come chit chat video games, post memes, whatever. Show off your video game collection. We want to see it. And uh, if you want to show off how much you really love video games, you can go to www.tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and put a video game inspired t-shirt created by Toby himself on your chest and support the show that you love and know. Because why not? If you want to support us even more, rate us anywhere you can rate us especially iTunes, give us that five star or one star and tell us what you hate and or love about our show. That's right. Become a walking billboard and tell us how good we are. <laughs> Support us. Hey, a, a fucking handsome or beautiful walking billboard. <laughs> That's right. That is right. In the driver's seat, yo, with three feet, two for the brakes and one for the gas, gonna drive this motherfucking spaceship up your ass. Hey, told hey, hey, you. Um, yes, sir. You, you think I could, uh, could try to drive the ship, maybe? Well, uh, it says right here on the driver's sheet that I shouldn't let you drive it. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I've been practicing and, and I got real good at it. Come on, man. Well, I, I guess everyone deserves their shot of the stars, so why not? Why don't you sit down, my friend? Yeah, let's, let's just switch lots here, just scoot over. Yeah, yeah, no, watch out for my third leg there. It's uh, pretty stiff and big. Yeah, that, did, did it just get bigger? Anyways, uh... uh yeah, only when you're around. What? Okay, so, is this the gas? Yeah, yeah, just push it lightly. Okay, 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 we're moving. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna drop a beat right now about this. Yeah, man, yeah, man, do it, do it, do the thing. Or I was in the driver's seat driving really far. Oh, Ooh, shit, brother, watch out, there's a star. Game over, folks. is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. I'm Jay. I'm Bob. And I'm Corey. We are the Cretans Guild. We're a trio of man-children whose friendship predates the Lion King, Green Day's Dookie, the N64, and the Chunnel. We have backgrounds working in television, video games, radio broadcasting, creative writing, and pizza delivery. That's a large cheese, right? On our podcast, Nerd or Not, you'll hear us talk about board games, TV, movies, comics, collectibles, video games, wrestling, theme parks. We even did a segment on pizza. So check and listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And check out our socials on Twitter and Instagram under Cretans Guild. Welcome to the Guild.
told Jam and Earl The hippin' is hoppin' this party that's kickin' around the world He's giving it to you like you like it Told Jam and Earl is so funky It'll make you scream Like nothing ever before Genesis is so much more Told Jam and Earl Two homeboys can play a different gig every time Go get your winner, you'll be in the hand Shot up to about a million feet. Kick back, turn on the cruise control. Cranked up the megawatt stereo. Break it down. Now do the slow jam if your name is Jam 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 Jam. To jamming it again, Earl and I are the funkiest of aliens. Funk, 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 for funk, funk, funk it. If you're Earl, then your belly bump it. Rocking the clock, shaking throughout the galaxy. We are the hip hop MCET. Took it low so the people down below could hear. Earl cranked the bass, we were dumping out a funky beat. I was low riding, chilling in the pilot seat. Down below the planet was quaking. On the ground they were booty shaking, they were deaf and definitely not faking. They were getting down, they were break breaking. Pulled into outer space, put the pedal down, picked up the pace to the speed of funky sound. We hit the fast lane, passing all the others by. I grabbed the gear shift and shifted into overdrive. Earl and I were high speed hip hopping, even though in of ever stopping, we were deaf and definitely pop popping to the rhythm of the engine that was pop popping. Soon I checked the rear view and wasn't too surprised to see a ship with flashing lights. Said I recognized. He pulled me over. I said, Yo, what's up, my man? He reached out, had a yellow ticket in his hand. I took the ticket, then I had to laugh. Turned out all he wanted was an autograph. We signed the names and then we headed out. For me and Earl, being cool is what it's all about. 
grooving to the funky beat When Earl said he'd like a shot in the driver's seat Well, Earl's cool, but he's not the most coordinated But I was feeling fly, so I capitulated Earl took the wheel, but he was busting out of Earl Jam I said, yo, Earl, get with the program Earl looked up and said, yo, don't get annoyed And that's when Big Rep and Earl hit the asteroid and Earl and I, we were nosediving I said, maybe it's time for me to be driving It was looking like I had made a mistake That would end me up as a toe jam pancake We hit the ground in a great big fireball Guess we got lucky cause we didn't get hurt at all I said, yo, Earl, while we're here, let's check it out Cause being cool for me and Earl is what it's all about Me and Earl, we were feeling pretty low Because of what had happened to our stereo We headed out, it was a fucking trip We were looking for the pieces of a rocket ship Well, we ran in to the inhabitants A planet Earth where we are in ever since We've been trucking around this crazy world Me and my bro, rapping Funky aliens named Chode. 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 Chode Jam. It. Hold on. <laughs> it's almost too good to keep out. <laughs> oh, man. So, 